0: Angus and Dave show no. episode ninety nine. We don't cut time. Now there's lots on the show. There's nothing else except for uh, I don't know what's going on here. Cards, cards, cards on the Dave and Angus show. It's the Angus Dave and Angus Dave and Angus show right now. Let's go. Yeah. Movie reviews. Movie reviews. Movie reviews from David Angus to you. Movie reviews, fucking, they're real good too. I watched a movie for you. Listen to me. Let the alphage commence. Angus and Dave here in the Scatcast Studios, chilling. I mean, it's a little hectic down here. It's crazy how stressed people get to prepare for the joy of family. Yeah. But to help you deal with family, we've got a movie review. I would say this is a Christmas movie, too. The movie is Gremlins. The year was 1984. Now, fun fact Gremlins actually came out the same exact day as Ghostbusters. Is that a fun fact? Its opening weekend was only a million shy of what Ghostbusters did. Wow, Dave, that sure was fun. Shut up. Well, Gremlins is certainly a classic. I think so. Well, Dave and I have a Honda Accord. Well, the movie was a hit, too. It had a budget of only $11 million but it made over $200 million in the box office. And everybody knows it's best to judge art by the money that it takes in. I'm not saying that. This is why the Transformer franchise is probably the greatest movies of all time. I've never heard anyone say that. Just following the logic, bitch. Well, it had been a long time since I'd seen the Gremlins movie. Yeah, that shit kind of scarred me for life a little bit as a chitrin. Yeah, we were pretty young when it came out. Yeah, my mom took me to the theater thinking it was going to be like a Care Bears movie or something. It is not a kid's movie. Shit's violent as fuck. Yeah. Alright, if you haven't seen this Christmas classic, let's give you the rundown. Right. A gadget salesman is looking for a special gift for his son. And finds one at a store. Now, a store in Chinatown. It's a magic store. The shopkeeper is reluctant to sell him the Mogwai. Which is actually played by Howie Mandel. Yeah, you'd think that Howie Mandel was bigger than that, but he fit right in the little Mogwai suit. He did the voice acting. While the shopkeeper sells the man the Mogwai, and he gives him three warnings. Which is a throwback to the old fairy tales. Nobody cares. The warnings are to never expose him to bright light, or water, or to feed him after midnight. Of course, the young protagonist does all those things. Yeah, he did all three of those things in like a weekend. And the result of this is a gaggle of gremlins decide to fuck up a small town on Christmas. Eve. it really is a christmas movie right, that's what i think all right dave give us the old davipedia and give us a rotten tomato well, according to the professional reviewers losers who've never made shit in their life yikes okay but 79 reviews gave it an 86 percent. too low on well that's a tomato meter but then the audience gave it a score of 78 percent with two hundred and fifty thousand plus reviews way too low what the fuck that's uh, a pretty quality score for the kind of movie that it is you mean cinematic perfection i wouldn't say that you know what this movie is missing i'm sure something stupid that you're gonna say it's missing sidekicks dave i mean like a little buddy no there's plenty of those dave i I'm talking sidekicks and oh. like scissor kicks. Oh. They dropped the ball when they didn't have Chuck Norris be the hero no. in this movie. I don't think they did. Alright, give us more Pedia. Alright, the movie was written by Chris Columbus, the guy who created Home Alone and he was part of the Harry Potter stuff. Didn't Chris Columbus sail the ocean blue in 1492? No. There's a different guy. I see. No. The movie was also directed by Joe Dante who did some awesome movies back in the 80s like Explorers and Inner Space and The Burbs. Oh, The Burbs is one of my favorite movies ever. Now, I like Joe Dante's style. He also did Small Soldiers. Fuck like, yeah, we talked about that. No. Gremlins was also executive produced by Steven Spielberg. It was destined to fail. Has a runtime of about 106 minutes. Dave, remember I sat on the toilet for you. Alright, Well, it stars Zach Gallagher, Phoebe Cates, mm-hmm. Dick Miller, and a young Corey Feldman. Oh, Corey. He's going on tour with Limp Biscuit this year. Do you know that? I did not know that. Oh, Corey. Remember Corey Feldman and the Burbs? Pizza dudes okay. here. Okay. That's pretty much all I've got for you. Alright, well, how many thumbs and or stars did you give it? I gave it four stars. Out of four? Out of five. What the shit, Dave? We watched that movie. We laughed. We cried. What the fuck? I gave it a four. I thought it was really good. Shove it up your smelly tube, Dave. Uh, it's not like a Citizen Kane or something. Oh, you kiss ass. Why am I a kiss ass? If you tell people you like a movie that's in black and white, Dave, you're a kiss ass. That's a stupid, stupid thing to say. You're the dumb. Oh, okay. well, now it's time for science. Let's elf this bitch. Alping some shit. Gonna elf some movie so everyone knows the science. Stay. All right, as you all know, there are five parts to the Alf system, and then three more really stupid parts. Well, silence you anti-scientific Fuck, Yeah, take that. You make my brain hurt. Embrace Angus. Nah, no, nothing. Oh, you bitch! Yeah, yeah. Give us the Alf. Don't play cozy with a system that you do not abide by. Just fucking go. Would all right. For our first full Alf, did the classic 1984 Gremlins make sense to an Angus? Were you able to follow? I'm a full-grown man. Of course, I followed Gremlins. Oh, okay, that's an easy full Alf. All right, we're up to one. For a second Alf, did it engage an Angus continually? Were you ever bored? I had to briefly check out what the fuck the. Cast we're doing to the Christmas tree, but no, it kept your attention. I award the full Alf. All right, Alf number three. Didn't Angus give a fuck about the characters in any way? I feel like you're gonna say you did. Your little Dave feelers will be right. Now, yeah. although a big chunk of me was cheering for the Gremlins to win and destroy the world, that's kind of nihilistic. And Angus did what an Angus do, bitch. That's pretty obvious. I grant the full Alf. We're up to three Right now, for arguably the most important Alf, did it stimulate an Angus's emotional? Did the movie make you feel? As I mentioned previously, this movie fucked me up as a chitron, so I feel a lot with this movie, Dave. Okay. My appreciation for this film has endured a great. Deal, Dave. I've had to go through a lot, right? Because it scared you. My mom took me to this shit when I was five, bitch. <laughs> right. I saw that little gremlin in the blender, bitch. <laughs> right. After right. the movie, which was when my mom caught on that it wasn't a kids' movie. <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure she sent a scathing letter to Steven Spielberg. Yeah. I think she's the reason why PG-13 ratings happened, Dave. It might have been that movie that triggered that. Well, as far as emotionals go, you couldn't get a more full out. All right. And the final bit, the fifth out, is would I watch it again, or would I recommend it? And the verdict is, I would happily watch it again, and I recommend it to all y'all for Christmas. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up Christmas. Well, if you're sick of Die Hard for Christmas but you still want some blood. And some weird magic and, you know, Howie Mandel doing cartoon voices. Plus, Corey Feldman as a young man. Yeah. Alright, a 5.0 obviously triggers the bonus points. Obviously. For a bonus tenth of an ALF, yeah. did Gremlins make an Angus lose control of his emotional? Yeah. You seem to find Taking into account the years of nightmares that this movie caused, I'm gonna give it the ALF. One tenth of an ALF Grant, Thank you for the clarification. Yeah. For the second tenth of an ALF. Here we go. Did it drive me to call people to see it? Yeah. You were five when you first saw it. I told everyone at preschool about it. Okay. I wasn't allowed to use the phone at that point. Well, how do you score this? I'm giving at the tenth of an because I told all the children. Okay. Remember I told you? I was five. I don't really no. remember. I warned everyone. Okay. We got 5.2. Now we're coming in for the third. Right, the punch a baby one. Did the original Gremlins from 1984 yeah. inspire so many glee-based emotionals uh, that an Angus was inspired, nay, compelled to punch a baby. Yeah. Not really. Not not on this no. one. I'm glad to hear that. And so if you plan to follow the science like a good little dork, a 5.2 would be your number. Oh. The fuck are you talking about? It's 5.2, 5.2 Alf. Alright, so not a perfect movie. Either that or wasn't in the baby punching mood. <laughs> possible. Alright, well, that was our movie review. For gremlins. Yeah, Dave gave it four out of five sandwiches. Okay. And the scientific methodologicals gave it the 5.2. Yeah. Alright, moving on. Ball move on your face. open some shit. We out some movies so that you would know movies. if they're good or not. No. You're welcome. Tough, tough love Dave and Mangus tough, tough. Favorite tough Christmas tough specials that, that are, that are classics. classics, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tough, uh, tough, tough love. David Angus Top 5 4 Yeah, well, we gotta figure this haggis thing uh, out, then. Hey, stop. Angus and Dave here, Thrifty Scouts from Spokane Valley. Angus is harassing the employees again. I'm keeping them on their toes. You're being a dick. I'm preparing them for real-world situation. Right, but well, we're doing our top five Christmas classics. we got another classic Tim list. Right, so if we miss some of your favorites, or we put them in some weird order that you don't appreciate... It's because we don't like you and we want to fight. No, yeah. it, no. Yeah. Angus doesn't speak for the Scatcast Network, its employees, or affiliates. Yeah, I do. Right, well, I'm kind of excited for this one. Yeah, Dave's got the Christmas spirit. We've had a blast down here at Scatcast doing the Scat socks and the cards. I got my dark Angus card. That's because you cried about it for a week straight. Yeah, I'm a diva, day no, We know. How do they get my dark Angus card, Dave? I don't know. You just cried until you got one. I think it should go in booster packs. Oh, I'm sure it will, but it's supposed to be for 2024. Slip me in some packs, bitch. Okay, yeah, can we do our top five, please? Yeah, hold on. Let me put my Christmas hat on. No. Here we go. Okay. There you go. You like me better now? Um, instead of being a normal D-bag, you're a Christmas D-bag. Yeah, I'll accept that. All right, can we get started? Yeah, as per our custom, Dave, why don't you go first? All right, my number five is Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. What the fuck are you talking about, Dave? It's an underappreciated classic. Yeah, I've never Never heard of that shit. It comes from the world of Jim Henson. Oh, it's got Muppets and shit. There are indeed Muppets. Yes. And it's about otters who play in a band. I mean, yeah. Wow, Dave. It was inspired by a children's book of the same name that was itself inspired by the gift of the magi. Yeah, I never saw that movie. It's a story by O. Henry. The candy? Oh boy. All right. What's your number five? Well, full disclosure, I have to watch every Chitrance movie that's ever been made because of all the Chitrance that I made. Right. But I do stand by these movies. Number five: Lego Star Wars Christmas Special. Okay. I don't know what to tell you, Dave. It's funny. It's quality. All right. There's a lot worse Chitrance specials that you can endure. Okay. Side note, the Lego Star Wars video games are pretty good, too. Just throwing that out there. Um, right. I mean, if you have to watch your children fuck things up and not pay attention to storylines, it might as well be this one. Okay, all right. My number four, ready? I'm ready for you to kiss some ass. It's a claymation Christmas celebration from 1987. What? It's really cool. It's really well done. It has the California raisins. Holy, that's a nostalgia bell. It's hosted by two dinosaurs. Christmas dinosaurs. Man, there's lots of great music in it. Yikes, Dave. There's no yikes. You should check it out if you've never heard of it. Uh, Whatever. What's your number four? Well, a lot of my children have been prepared for reality by the SpongeBob universe. <laughs> right. And if you're going to go Christmassy about it, it's a Spongebob Christmas is right there. Yeah. It's right there. Okay. And I feel like it goes without saying it's a bunch of Spongebob antics. Right. And none of which involve haggis like this fucking yep. place. you said I saw the lady that runs the place. I wanted her to know. She fucking knows. Yeah. Right. It's a Spongebob Christmas is your number four. I'd say it's a classic at this point. Um, I don't know if either of your last two are classics necessarily. Put your unwanted orificationals back in your odoriferous O-ring orifice, bitch. What? Shut up, Dave. Spongebob is kick-ass. Alright, my number three. Ready? Hit me with your kiss-ass. A Muppet Family Christmas. More puppet for Dave. It's a cute little storyline that always gets you in the mood for Christmas. Yet another culprit in setting up our generation for unrealistic expectations about bears, Dave. <laughs> what? There is not a real life equivalent of fozzy fucking bear, Dave. Okay. okay bear. Even are in a circus, bears will fuck you up. They ain't telling you jokes. Oh, it's a great story, excellent music, and then Jim Hansen makes a cameo. There's a kiss assassination. What? Because I said a guy's name? Because you Kirk the guy's hammer. Don't fucking start with that again. Yeah, yeah. It's time for my number three. All right. And this one goes back to my childhood, and I guess it was made in what year was this made, Dave? I don't know what you're going to say. I'll stump Dave a haven't even said what it is yet. It's Santa Claus is coming to town. About the 1970 version? Oh, you bitch. Starring Fred Astaire and Mickey Rooney? I don't fucking know. I just remember it made me feel good when I was a chit. It's a real wholesome story, I'd say. It's an origin story of Santa. It's like Batman begins. It is very good. It really humanizes the Claus. Okay. Okay, nothing. What's your number two? It would be Frosty the Snowman. That old cartoon one? Yep. It's because you helped write the Skycast adaptation of it, huh? I am pretty connected to it now, yeah. Now you're kissing your own ass. Of all the Christmas specials growing up, it was always one of the top ones. And that show set us up for unrealistic expectations about bunny Rabbit. Dave. It was a cartoon. Well, bunny rabbits are dicks. They aren't friendly. What are am talking about they can be very friendly. Those floppy your cunts bite hard as fuck. They certainly can. And they don't give a shit about carrots as much as a Bugs Bunny made it seem. <laughs> Good point. I guess just letting the people know. Right. Well, I'm sure Skycast will be replaying the Frosty that they made mm. last year yeah. at some point. All right. And I was really happy to be part of it. Kissing his own ass. Well, we stop. If you really think about it, it's Kiss Ass Inception, like on fire. Stop. We stop. Because if you think about it, Dave, we're kind of like Muppets too. Stop. Zach's basically got his hand up both our asses. Yeah. Hey, what's your number two? Kiwis Christmas. Babe. Yeah, that was loaded with cameos. Society did that man wrong. Yeah, I agree with that. Honda Accord. What? That man went to a fucking theater where you're supposed to jerk off, and no. he jerked off in private, and right. they said he jerked off in front of, like, people at E.T. or some shit. That is kind of how they made it seem. I think Paul Rubens knew some sensitive informationals about the Atana Mooli, bitch. That sounds like something you'd think. They misinformed the public about him slapping his ding-dong in public because he knew shit down. Um, you think? He knew shit um, down. All right, so Pee-wee's Christmas. It's a classic, and they did that man wrong. Right, I think it's actually called Christmas at Pee-wee's Playhouse. And the year, Dave. 1988. And who was the second grip on the cinematography B team? Lloyd Rivers. The fuck it is. No, I just made that up. You take a lot of shits, don't you, to memorize all this stuff? I take a normal amount of shits. With the amount of chips you shovel into your gullet, I highly doubt that. Moving on to my honorable mentions. Yeah, let's do that. I've always enjoyed things like 1964's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Classic, I love you if you can do things for me story. No, that is not the moral of that. I also really liked A Year Without Santa. And what year was that year, Dave? It was 1974. You memorize things that people Google now. And right, there's tons of great classic shows like The Simpsons has a really cool one. Real. I mean, the Mr. Hanky storyline. South Park. And I actually like the Star Wars Christmas special that they don't want anybody to see. Real. I never saw that. It's because they don't want yeah. you to. Hold on a second, Dave. Could you not fix the ice machine while we're doing a podcast and also Haggis? Hey, Give me some Haggis. We're almost done. Come I, on. I don't think that kid's heard my Haggis speech I, yet. I'm sure he's heard about it. Yeah. Alright, my honorable mention is Tales from the Crypt and All Through the House. Really? I stumbled across it one time when I was in my teenage years. Well, that came out in 1989. Well, I didn't see it then. I saw it later. Right. I didn't think you liked horror stuff. That's right? shook Angus a little bit, so I Okay. If you feel like you need an axe murderer in your holiday special repertoire. Dale's from the crib. Yeah, it's cheesy as fuck I imagine today. It was cheesy back then. Here, yeah, but what are you gonna do, you know? I don't know. I know I'm gonna ask for no, a Christmas haggis. No, no. Can I get a haggis for Christmas? Come on! Sit down. There's an extra bounce in an Angus's step because it's Christmas hat. Right. It's very festive. On to my number one. You ready? I'm ready for you to kiss the contemporary ass, Dave. What's the best thing that you could possibly say? Fuck your face. Fair enough, besides that. My number one is the grinch. Get off get get, here. Get, Why are you? get off Ultimate Kiss Hass? It's easily one of the best Christmas stories of all time. You might as well lick Walt Disney's cryogenically frozen what? brown eye, Dave. What are you talking about? Get oh, in there. Dr. Seuss. Whatever, he's probably got a frozen asshole too. God damn, dude. I'm just saying, where to like the most popular thing, Dave. Sometimes things are popular and enduring because they're very good. Yeah, but that's not why you like it, Dave. What are you trying to say to me? You're in a house full of dumb cunts, <laughs> a smart cunt gets fucked. What the fuck are you saying? I think Mark Twain said that. I am sure that he didn't. Number one for the kiss-ass is a grinch. I feel it is the superior Christmas special. Yes, I watch it every year. You're talking the Jim Carrey version, right? No, I'm talking the 1966 animation. That's double kiss-ass. Yep, don't care, I'm a kiss-ass, right? What's your number one? Merry fucking Christmas, Charlie Brown, or whatever it is. It's called A Charlie Brown Christmas from 1965. Yeah, me and this guy did a remake of it, but it's not suitable for the likes of y'all, so it's behind the paywall and Patreon. Uh, it'll be up a little bit closer to Christmas. It's an abomination. Yep, it is. But yeah, Charlie Brown, that's my number yep. one. For the record, dickhead, that's probably everyone's number one. What are you talking about, Dave? A Charlie Brown Christmas is probably the most popular Christmas special of all time. No, nah, it's pretty underground, I think. No, it is not. I think it's got kind of a cult following. Okay, well, that was our top five classic Christmas special. I can't stop thinking about the California raisins. Yeah, no, they were a big deal in America for a while. I think they were supposed to sell raisins for you to eat, but then every time I'd look at a raisin, I'm like, I'm eating that cool guy that sings them cool songs. Okay. I think it kind of helped making an Angus evil. The California raisins. Being forced to eat your Saturday morning cartoon buddies is not a cool thing to do to a children Dave. Okay. It's akin to having a kid shoot his own fucking dog or some shit. Maybe not that far. I am the that far, Dave. Okay. And yeah. This is probably a good mm-hmm. place to move on. Right. I'm gonna get some fry sauce and bitch at somebody about Haggis. Damn it, Angus. Tough. <laughs> David Angus Top Five favorite Christmas shit we like. Yeah, Top Five. David Angus Top Five 4 So we're talking our favorite Christmas yep. shit. I guess that's what makes it our Christmas special, right? Well, we thought we'd start with our top five made-up Christmas characters. Now, all the creatures, animals, all the things made up for Christmas. Our fucking elves, the Who's from Whoville, yep. whatever. It's a festive make-believe thing, right? Let's dig in. What's your number five? My number five is Krampus. Dave's leaning into the devil. It's not about the devil. I kind of like the Halloween kind of aspect it brings to Christmas, though. Yeah, Dave's a creepy bitch. All right, my number five is Santa and his reindeer. That's your number five? It's not my favorite part of Christmas, but I don't think we could have Christmas without it. That's fair. I mean, Baham fucking whatnot, but you know, Santa's all right. Right. Well. My number four is Frau Perkta. Now, remember we learned about her in the dipshit files? Yeah, I don't pay attention (laughs) to stuff. She was like Santa and Krampus combined together. Weird shit from Dave, not surprised. Whatever. My number four, the ghost of Christmas present. Alright, the giant? He was the most pleasant of a Christmas carol's ghosts, I would say. Alright, how so? Well, the last ghost is a dick. Right. And the first ghost is like his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. But that second ghost is having like a food-eating contest in his kitchen. Yeah, that's true. He's a man and or ghost after my own heart and or stomach. Okie dokie. Give us your number three, David. I like the made-up character of Jack Frost. Frost in the Skycast universe. Partially. You seem to like the naughty cats, Dave. I guess so. What the fuck does Jack Frost even do besides just make everybody cold? I don't know. It's just an interesting character, I guess. Shit. What's your number three? My number three made-up characters of all time for Christmas is the Coke-drinking polar bears, Dave. What? Really? Not the little baby polar bear so cute? It is cute, but number three? I never get in the Christmas mood until I see that cute little polar bear drinking from that bottle, man. All right. Mario, right, what's your number two, right? Yeah, we're on two. Mine is the Grinch. Oh, shit. The Darth Vader of Christmas. Right. Well, like you, I don't feel like it's the Christmas season until the Grinch has been absorbed a bit. Right. Well, that's sad and dumb. Yeah. All right. My number two. damn Frosty the Snowman. Really? I didn't picture you as a Frosty the Snowman fan. Well, I'm a big fan of magic hats, though. I see. So it all comes together. All right. And your number one fictional character of Christmas? It's Santa Claus. Number one for Santa. Yeah, it's my favorite Favorite part of Christmas. We're you fucking ridiculous? Whatever. What's your number one? Jesus Christ. Ang- Angus. Oh, that's here not we go. Here we go. Let's really in the spirit of this. Uh, Angus do with an Angus do, Dave. Whatever. Fine. All right, let's move on. This is our top five decorations for Christmas. Yeah, especially since I don't give a fuck about decorations. Well, I enjoy this time of year because of the decorations. All right, so let's do our top fives. What's your number five, Dave? I chose Elf on a Shelf. All right, here we go again. Mainstream Dave. What is a fun tradition? Is it, though, Dave? I mean, I fucking think it is. Whatever. Fine. My number five is an angel on top of the tree. Okay. I don't know why you want to shove a tree top up an angel's <laughs> ass, but it looks nice. Okay. I think that's why. Right. Well, and Angus concurs. What's your number four, David? I've, I've always been a big fan of those little Christmas villages. You know, how they set them up, the little porcelain things. Yeah, you used to have a shitload of those. What happened to those things? You were playing baseball in my tiny house living room. Oh, yeah, with the Christmas village stuff. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Why was I doing that? Alcohol. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. All right. My number four is stockings. Christmas stockings, Dave. Gotta hang them with care. Shut the fuck up, Dave. God damn it. I'm kidding, man. As an adult, man, my stocking is my only source of any kind of presents ever. Right. Besides, you know, the tie that my dumb children gave yeah. me. You wear a tie like once a year. Not happily. All right, my number three is Christmas lights. Is this say indoor or the outdoor? I think we agreed that we just say Christmas lights as a whole. Dumb. But I love looking at Christmas lights driving around, looking at people's homes. Well, that sounds terrible. Whatever. All right, my number three are the big blow up like inflatable shit things. I like big snowmen and Santas. Well, yeah, if you don't want to go home, you should go big, you know. Right. Plus, it's a way to flex on your neighbors and be like, I have more expendable money than you. Okay. All right. What's your number two? I've always been a fan of the advent calendar. Is that the one with the chocolate in it? Yeah, the little windows you count down Christmas. Yeah, Dave. Your choices are supposed to get better as you get closer to number one. Whatever. My mom used to have a fun little thing with me that we would do those. It was a lot of fun. Aw, oh, shit. Shut up, Dave. Goddamn, how drunk are you? Very. My number two are beer cans on the Christmas tree. Okay. It's a Blackburn tradition, and you know. Okay, my number one is a tree. Just straight up the Christmas tree. Yep. Boring, but still mainstream, as always, Dave. Yeah, yeah. What's your number one? Well, hopefully Steve has given me a drumroll. I would say my number one decoration of all time for Christmas are Christmas tree ornaments, David. Okay. Especially ones that are shaped like guitars. Right, because you play guitar? Fucking A, right. And you should see how intricate they get, man. Last year I got one, and it's got a case and everything. Okay. Well, those are our top five decorations. Right, and that leads us to our last thing here for our top five for this here Christmas special. Um, we're going to do our top five classic Christmas songs. That's right, so start it up. All right, well, I've always had kind of an affinity for the uh, Bing Crosby at white Christmas. I don't know why motherfuckers always cheer for snow, but whatever. Um, all right, what's your number five? My number five is Jingle Bells, but not the normal version, the Batman Smells version. Okay, just to be a troll? Basically. All right, well, my number four is Silver Bells. Mainstream, slow, whatever. It's a beautiful song. My number four's got a rock edge to it, man. It's rocking around the Christmas tree. Yeah, that's not mainstream at all. It's basically punk rock. For fucking Christmas, Dave. All right. Well, my number three is "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas." Don't tell me what to do, Dave. All right. What's your number three? My number three is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Right. That song teaches you you should shine your stupid little light into the world despite the cunts around you. Okay. Fuck yeah, it is. All right. My number two is the most wonderful time of year. Yeah. Songs are supposed to get better as you get closer to the top, Dave. Fuck you. That's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. My number two is the song from Christmas Vacation. You know, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. vacation. I totally know that one. That one perks me up every time I hear it. All right, give us your mainstream top bullshit. All right, well, it's Silent Night. Holy shit, Dave. What? I love that song. Fuck you. Yeah, it's whatever. All right, here, empirically, let me get a drum roll. All right, uh, greatest song about time, Christmas songs. Here it is grandma got run over by a reindeer. Alright, greatest of all time, huh? It's the only song that has the guts to hope for what we're all thinking. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about, let's be honest, a lot of our grandmas suck. right. well, those are our top five of the fucking creatures and decorations and Christmas songs of Christmas. Yeah, you're welcome. We'll be right back after these messages. There's no messages. This is just the last bit. Here's the end. And that's our show for you this week. Some new shit mixed with some old shit. Well, I'd say our company has become trading card crazy. They're definitely pumping out the cards for 2024. but there's still a few 2023 sets, booster packs, booster boxes, Plus, you get exclusive trading cards in the scat and even the Areola's got you know its own couple cards. And of course, there's the metal scat saint card. The scat saint card is the best way to help us do cool shit in the world. And We're gonna try, but we ain't telling you what we're doing. No, but we can tell them what we're doing right now. Um, we are driving to Oregon. We have noticed there's one hell of a bottleneck in a place called Troutdale, Oregon. Um, at least when it comes to shipping. And speaking on behalf of all of scatcast, we found it quite you know disturbing. It's made some things difficult. And thanks to you lovely patrons and scat saints, uh, huge thanks. We can afford a road trip to Troutdale and investigate. I don't know how I got roped in this, but I'm here. You you do with an Angus tells you, bitch. <laughs> Feels like it sometimes. You are my Robin, bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah but an Angus has a theory. It's probably a vortex. No, we just want to go down to Troutdale and see what's up. I'm pretty sure it's another West Hammond situation. I doubt that. But on behalf of all Americans that deal with fucking shipping that goes through Troutdale, Oregon, we're going to figure out what's going on. I guess that is what we're doing. I'm sure it's a bunch of lovely people all trapped in a V-tex. But, All right, We got a long road trip ahead of us. Let's listen to the radio. And it's late. There's probably not going to be much on. But you know what? will be on. No, fuck! I hope it's not Jeff Tooney. Right, here we go. Let's see what we got. Good coast good to good coast. Good. Come no. No. That's why you yeah. should hate people. No, come on. Come on. That's yeah! found it. All right, host. Yeah. Dave, well, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just fucking good, Jeff Tooney. All right, Dave, I'm, I'm listening I'm to Coaster to coast. We're on air and taking your calls. You know you've got something crazy as fuck to say to people that you don't know. Well, we're your huckleberries. That's right, Chuckles. Today my co-host is Chuckles the monkey. Okay, okay, he's a chimpanzee. No, Chuckles, put Thomas the producer down. Not sure why this is a good idea. Anyway, today on Coast to Coast, we're gonna go well past the cold plunge and visit with a man who bludgeons his penis for health effects, I guess. You're telling me, Chuckles, I spend my whole life keeping things away from that region. Well, that's true, Chuckles. There are exceptions. Put your weird penis away, Chuckles. Also, today we're gonna talk to a lady who found a portal to a Gartha behind a dumpster at an Applebee's in Cleveland. Now, I like Applebee's too, Chuckles. I don't know if they still do their two-for-twenty. The economy's weird. There will probably still be bananas. We're also going to look at the satanic origins of Christmas and talk to a man about a vortex. <laughs> but first, let's take a call from you, the crazy and or tired people listening. Here's a guy from New Mexico talking about an alien spaceship crash. Caller, you're on the air. Now, is this George? Well, you no, know, I'm Jeff Tooney. Jeff Tooney's sir. I don't have a lot of time. Well, you have the floor, Caller. Everybody knows about the crash landing in Roswell, New Mexico. A little green man, government cover. Well, have you heard about the one in Aztec, New Mexico? Uh, I'm sorry about that one. What? It's the one where they found an alien crash site and human remains left from inside the ship. Well, that's not good. Let's go on to our next caller. Wait. Right. There's a lady named Becky in Virginia says she's got a ghost dog in her house. Becky, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, Chuck. Yeah, nobody here's named Chuck. I'm Jeff. Jeff Tooney. Well, thank you for taking my call. I have a ghost dog. Yeah, what does that entail exactly? Well, it's a dog that's a ghost. Well, can you tell us if the ghost dog is Spade or Noodle? Well, right. We don't want a bunch of ghost dogs running around. No, it's actually my dog. It's the uh, ghost of my dog. You're experiencing your own dog as a ghost. Yeah, its name is Mr. Chippers. Well, <laughs> that's right. Chuckles. I don't think she's telling the truth. That's so hard to believe about a ghost dog? Yeah, I- ask you, do you take a ghost dog for ghost walks? Sometimes. Or does it eat ghost dog food? I might have left a snossage or two out. Or does your ghost doggy take ghost poopies on the carpet? Well, listen here, Chuck. Well, thank you, caller. Jeff Tooney's the name. <laughs> Let's talk to our first guest in the studio. Your <laughs> name's Chad. Chad something? Her name's Chad, and I'm here to talk about abusing yourself in the wiener. All right, Chad, what is it that makes you want to hurt your wiener? Punching and or kicking your own wiener actually builds bone density. Oh, not in your wiener, but. Builds self-discipline. <laughs> gives you confidence. Oh, really, a bruised-up peepee? And it teaches you that pain is in the mind. <laughs> oh, why is that in here. Apparently uh, Jeff Tooney isn't enough to carry the show by himself. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Chuckles. Anyway, I've come up with the phrase, kick yourself in the dick. <laughs> oh, Dave, did you hear that shit? That guy's stealing my fucking bit, man. He stole my kick yourself in the dick shit. Whatever, I guess there's a bunch of people that want to kick themselves in the dick. Dave, this motherfucker's getting credit for an Angus's ideas. Shut up will you just listen. <laughs> <laughs> bricks on both ends. Okay, that sounds terrible. Well, it's better if you have a buddy who can jump on and smash your nuts real good. Now, have you found someone that's into smashing your nuts for him? No, that's why the bricks. Do you want to try it? <laughs> that's right, Chuckles. Let's get security in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Chuckles, you get him. We've got another car from Pocatello, Idaho. He says he's discovered a vortex, and he thinks it's weird. Carla, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm standing in a vortex, Chuck. Well, his name's not Chuck, and there's no Chuck here. My name's Jeff Tooney. Chuck, I gotta tell you, this vortex is something crazy. Well, Jeff Tooney's a name. What's a vortex? I say it's a convergence of dimensions. Where did paranormal come to play? Well, that sounds goofy. There are many vortex all across the country. Well, I see. I've documented places like West Hammond, New Mexico. Well, really? West Hammond? And even Troutdale, Oregon. Well, that's well, the shipping next, right? That's correct, Chuck. That's Jeff Tune. How do you say vortex in a plural form? Well, you know, Chuck, I've actually coined the term Vtex. What in the fuck? They're stealing all my bits, Dave. They're stealing them. No, I'm tired of hearing a Vtex. Dave, you heard me coin that phrase on this show, man. I curt that Hammond. Um, obviously other people thought of it too. This motherfucker was talking about Troutdale. That's my gig. Other people can do the same thing you do. I went to West Hammond. Wait, Dave. What? What if we're already in the Troutdale Vortex and it's fucking with us? I don't know. We just listen to the show. Eat me, bitch. We just listen. Um, Dave, we've already experienced Vtexes. We've got to fucking look into this seriously. I don't Want to talk about V-tex. Today, we're driving down an isolated freeway road at night in Oregon, bitch. That doesn't mean anything. It means we're highly susceptible to the power of v I, Dave. V Tex I bur- bur- either that or we gotta boost the Patreon so I can sue these cunts on Coast to Coast. No fucking. Being litigious as fuck is part of the American dream, Dave. No, it's not. It's a shitty part of the world, and you just came up with a stupid phrase when another fucking person came up with a stupid phrase. Oh, yeah, well, potato bitch. No, I'm, I'm fucking <laughs> driving, you Dave. motherfucker. You're gonna get us in an accident. <laughs> yeah. no, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm enraged by back-to-back cunts stealing the ideas. No, what the fuck are you gonna do about it? I'm gonna find that Johnson. I'm going to twist his nips. I'm going to Kirk his hammer. I'm going to kick his dick. Let's listen to the rest of these creativity pirates. If we all have to pick sides, I'm not going team purple hair. Now on the phone, we've got a lady who found a portal to Agartha behind a dumpster at Applebee's. All right, you're on there, strange person. Yeah, I'm standing outside a dumpster at Applebee's in Cleveland. Well, that sounds lovely. There's a portal here to Agartha. How do you know it's to a place called Because They went in there and met the king and he said it was called Agartha. Well, the king of Agartha's accessible outside near a dumpster at the Applebee's in California. I mean, I walked right through it. Oh, real quick question. Are, are they still doing the two for twenty there? <laughs> exactly, Chuckles. That's as good a reason as any to go to Cleveland. I didn't come to eat at Applebee's. I'm just checking out the portal to a guy. Well, I, I could probably get on their website. <laughs> uh, I appreciate that, Chuckles. You Google that shit for me. <laughs> alright, fucking duck duck go. I don't need a lecture, alright? Was there anything else you wanted to say about the portal call? I like the term V-tex that John Johnson <laughs> came up with, Dave. Well, that's right. Forever let it be known that John Johnson coined the term v yeah. What the fuck, Dave? They're fucking yeah. stealing an Angus of shit, man. What the fuck? We Come down, bitch. Down and here. Angus will have his vengeance. John Johnson will brew the day that he started to fucking kick dicks. Oh, I thought he was a V-Tex guy. Well, that's right. Chad was the other guy. I've got two people to seek vengeance upon. No, you damn near twist my nipple off every time. Yeah, you don't peddle unless you mean no, it. I've had enough of you. This has been the Dave and Angus Show 99. Thanks to everyone who listens and helps us. And to every single person in the Patreon litter box. Be on the lookout for elder turd cards. Plus the order of the cat ass cards. And very special fat cat cards for our fat cats. They're shiny, Dave. Now, lots of scat cards coming in 2024. Including the dark Angus card, which is fucking Kick ass. Right. There is no dark Dave. No, there's not. That cast stole an Angus's shtick with the kick of the dick. He sounds like he's giving really bad advice. Yeah, that's what an Angus do. Come on. Right, well, info at scatcast.com, Patreon slash I'm slipping some dark Angus's in some booster packs, bitch. Those are not due out until next year. I'm doing it. It's like five ninety nine for four cards, bitch. Right. Well it helps a podcast. At least let me give him some value. Right. Well, big thanks to everyone who listens and to everyone who gives us ideas for the shows. Yeah, it's cards, cards, cards around here, so you know right. yeah, thanks for being patient with us. For sure. All right, I'm gonna call the Scatcast lawyers and Sue Coast to Coast. Yikes episode one hundred next week, bitches. No, more Christmas themes. And we're going to get to the bottom of the Troutdale shipping bottleneck. No, probably not. It's a V-Tex day. It's Dave and Angus. Yeah. It's Dave and Angus. i Angus. It's Dave and Angus. It's a love Dave and Angus show right that let's go. Well, we've got some things to say about some shit. We'll sing some songs to interviewers and pee against the wind. It's Dave yeah, it. it's it's Dave Dave it. Dave I'm Angus. Let's stay in Angus. Let's stay Angus. Let's sit in it. oh, David Angus show right now. Let's go. Yeah. Bing. bow, Poop. Also, put <laughs>